Well, hello, good morning. It is Harriet Schumacher here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that your week is getting off to a great start. And I wanted to host this conversation today uh, about how to lead through a crisis, because that is certainly the state of affairs right now. And uh, with all of my coaching clients, this has been a very hot topic, uh, really about how do we lead through a crisis? What is crisis leadership? How is it different from the way in which we were leading before? And I know some of you, well, all of you have been thrust into this. And so I wanted to host a conversation today in hopes that I could provide some insight into how, to, how do we navigate this? How do we navigate this change? Uh, and how do we really show up and lead uh, in the most effective way possible, given what's currently going on? And so before we get started, I just thought I would introduce myself here for a moment. My name is Harriet Schumacher. I'm a certified executive coach. I'm also the CEO of Big League Leadership, and for the past eight years, we have been helping leaders around the globe increase their leadership effectiveness and come together to build high-performing, deeply engaged, and committed teams. And so very excited to be here in this conversation with you today. And so, you know, when faced with a crisis, most leaders you know, are forced to, to act and behave in ways that feel unfamiliar in totally, you know, new ways. And, you know, whether that is being thrust into technology, whether that's financial changes, uh, maybe there's a health crisis in your family, um, you know, or you're having to pivot and work in your community in a different way or support your, your family in a different way. You know, crises demand that leaders take uh, a new approach and pivot and adapt uh, as factors present themselves. And we all know that things have been changing so rapidly for us on a day-to-day -day basis. And so, you know, that is uh, creating like heightened senses of, um, you know, fear and worry and anxiety, not only with our leadership population, but also with our teams. And so at the same time, you know, the, the challenge for leaders is, you know, being in the midst of all of that change, but also being expected to be the one inside the organization that's able to be to stay calm, maintain a sense of perspective, and really be able to be the point person to not only mitigate all of this change and all of this um, information that's coming at us and rapidly changing every single day, but also to keep your team uh, focused on what matters most. And so, you know, really during a crisis, as a leader, your goal is to reduce loss, uh, you know, so to keep things moving in the right direction, and also to keep things operating as normal as possible. And so it's really about, um, you know, keeping everybody safe, maintaining the financial performance of your organization, and trying to maintain smooth and normal operations. And so that's really challenging because I think especially as organizational leaders face this current um, COVID-19 crisis and this pandemic uh, and, and the associated disruptions that are going to be happening in the global economy, um, you know, I think that there are some strategies that are just going to serve leaders better. And I'm going to break down uh, just some things that I think are really helpful. Uh, maybe some of these you're already implementing inside your organization now that we've been involved in this in a couple of weeks now. Uh, but maybe some of these things might be able to help you pivot as you move forward uh, this week and the weeks ahead. And so first and foremost, I think it's your responsibility as a leader to uh, have up-to-date information because people are really going to want to have as much information communicated to them as frequently as they possibly can. And so, you know, I want you to think about what is the most reliable, up-to-date, and trustworthy news source. 
So that is clearly not Facebook, <laughs> right? So I think it's really important that um, you should can be consulting, you know, government sources, the World Health Organization, um, you know, your local government or federal government sources uh, in order to get uh, mo the most up-to-date and the most accurate information. I'm sure that that's probably already been, um, you know, implemented inside your organization, but making sure that you're not uh, communicating information or speculative information uh, and you're pointing your employees and your teams to those resources as well, because we really want to make sure that everybody's getting up-to-date, accurate, and credible information as it becomes available to us. I also want you to think about what are your communication channels? You know, we have this immense opportunity in front of us right now to really be able to leverage technology as a way of communicating. And I think that's one of the silver linings that we have during this period of change is really helping to get your team to adapt to new, more effective, more efficient ways of communicating. And so I want you to think about uh, how do you disseminate information across your organization from a distance? So transparency is really key here, and uh, especially so during a time of, of crisis, because you want to make sure that people aren't like hunting down and looking for information and can't find what it is that they need in order to be able to make decisions. And so, you know, information helps to reduce emotional distress. So it helps to close the gap between um, feeling out of the loop or feeling like I don't have information and then feeling like, oh, I actually know something. So it helps to you know, diminish fear. It also can provide tactical guidances and it can help um, you know, help your team really trust that you have their best interests at heart, that you have knowledge uh, and you want to disseminate, disseminate and share that information with them as quickly as it becomes available to you. So I think, you know, since we're not really able to communicate face to face, you need to be doing that through virtual channels. So, you know, do you have a centralized portal where you can communicate information? Do you have uh, maybe an email group that has been set up or are you using something like a Google Drive? You know, where is your hub essentially so that people can get readily, can readily access new updates and new information as they come out? There's so much information that is coming at people in all different uh, channels right now. So it's really important that you have a structured uh, place where consistent updates and frequency of communication can be communicated. And so I want you to think about, you know, uh, virtual virtual communication does not have to stand in the way of being able to connect uh, human to human. I think uh, having used virtual training for so many years, you know, I think that there's really an opportunity for you to connect face to face. And so, but you need to make sure that you know you recognize that if you share information once or you send an email it's probably not going, you know, you can't assume that everybody has received it, everybody has read it, everybody has understood it. And so you need to be reinforcing information on a daily basis via multiple methods to help information to sink in and get retained right now. People are overloaded, their brains are overloaded. And so, you know, you can't just post a memo and send it out via email and expect everybody to have read it and get frustrated when people don't have the information. And so I really want you to think about how do we get people to review? How do we get to people to repeat information? How do we reinforce this information so that it's actually sinking in? And so, uh, you know, I think it's important that when people don't have access to information, when they don't know what's going on, they're going to make up their own story about what is going on. And so we will make stuff up in the absence of knowing. And so if you want to close the gap between what is, you know, 
an assumption and what is actually going on, then as a leader, it's your job to be the face of that information, to make sure that it's communicated, it's disseminated, and that people understand it and have taken action in relation to that. I also think it's really important that you explain what your organization is doing about this crisis, because, um, you know, it's okay to not know some things, uh, but what have you done as a response to react to this? And so, you know, time is compressed as things are changing on a daily basis. You know, we get this stress, this immense pressure to act and act quickly. And so, you know, that means that for a lot of us, you know, we begin tackling a problem before we even have a grasp of what's actually happening. And so I think you need to be proactive, you need to take initiative. And even if it's wrong, I think it's important to take action uh, versus overthinking things. And so as you're making decisions and you're taking action, I want you to communicate those actions truthfully and honestly. So for example, you know, you have canceled um, travel plans, you have asked people to work from home, uh, you know, we have to have hand, we have to wash our hands or, you know, whatever those policies are that you put in place, you know, your those responses are going to be changing and you're going to have to keep your employees updated on a frequent and consistent basis. Right. And so I also need you to remember that everybody is living through this crisis, just like you are. And we all have our own unique lens. We all have our own filters that we're perceiving and processing what's happening. And so, you know, we, depending on our proximity and our lens and our opinion about this issue and this crisis and pandemic will really dictate what information we will let sink in and what information we will reject or ignore. And so, you know, not everybody is going to have the same uh, picture, the same view on this as you do. The other thing that you need to be very mindful of as a leader right now is really being present, being visible, and being accessible. And so I think that your touch points with your team need to be enhanced. You need to spend more time with them. You need to be more accessible than you were before uh, because it's not possible now to be able to walk around and talk to people face-to-face, -face, right? So making that transition to working from home and, and feeling isolated is a very real uh, and and you know, quite a substantial shift for a lot of people. So I think you need to communicate with people how they can best reach you with questions, updates. You know, I think particularly during a crisis, uh, your team is going to need to hear from you even more frequently. So, you know, you want to be out in front even more so. You want to be checking in and having touch points even on a more consistent basis than you were doing before. And so that's how you're going to help to calm the waters. That's how people are going to let them um, let them know that they can have a safe space to come and talk to you. And it's going to keep the momentum and the motivation going because when workers and employees like really feel connected and encouraged to you, they're going to have more confidence that things are under control. And so when they don't know where you are, they don't hear from you, we're not getting any kind of frequent communication, people are going to make up their minds about what they think is actually going on. And that will be negative. And so uh, I think it's really important that uh, the leaderships are at the front and your touch points are more consistent. Uh, I think it's also really important to recognize how important relationships are during a crisis. You know, the first thing that ha happened for all of us when we uh, when this changed is we started to think about our families, our loved ones, our personal connections. We instantly go to an emotional place. We instantly ask ourselves, am I safe? Are the people that I love safe? Are we going to be safe? And so, you know, I really want you to think about how do you foster relationships and build meaningful, deep relationships and uh, during this period in time. Because I think that the leaders who have already done that, so the ones who have already built 
you know, hot, who have really focused on enriching the relationships um, are probably going to have teams that navigate through this uncertainty uh, at a much more rapid and a much more easier pace. You know, the leaders who have not got great relationships are probably struggling the most right now. And so I want you to think about um, how do you stay present? How do you stay focused? And how do you stay engaged with your team? And so it's not a time to really um, not to play down emotions because people have high emotions right now. We are processing things. And I think we have some imbalanced emotional states that may not be processing information very well right now. And so it's really important that you focus on how can I reduce the emotional stress that people are experiencing while they are doing the job. And so that might be really like open, candid conversations that are happening more consistently. Because, you know, just because people aren't talking about what they're feeling doesn't mean that they're not feeling. I think you need to really demonstrate how much you care for your team. And whatever it is that is going on for them, what they are feeling, if there's overwhelm, if there's stress, if there's worry, if there's fear, you know, you genuinely need to pay attention and tune into that. You know, so how are you going to listen to that? How are you going to respond to what people are telling you, as well as listening for what is not being said? So just because people aren't talking about these things does not mean that these things don't matter for them. It could be that they're not necessarily feeling like they could trust you or that they're worried about being judged by you or other members of the team if they talk about what's really going on. And so you really want to create a place for people to feel safe uh, to be able to talk with you about what is happening for them in this moment. I think it's really important that you um, think about each day, who are you going to connect with? Who needs something from you today? And how are you going to build a conversation that's going to bring you closer together and not farther apart? And so that could be on the team level, and it could also be on the one-to-one level. And then I want you to be really focused on being real and genuine and authentic, because your, 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 the way that you show up, your character, your integrity is essential. And I want you to think about conveying a message of hope, uh, thinking about how do you guide your team, how do you guide their mindset to think about we're getting through this, we're coming through the other side of this, look at all the things that we have done and accomplished as a result of being forced into this, um, and, and really take stock of all the ways in which your team has overcome this challenge already, and making sure that you're reinforcing those positive messages, as well as providing guidance about how we need to continue to keep evolving and pivoting. There is a silver lining within all of this change and all of this um, worry, there is a silver lining about how your team has adapted to this. And so making sure that you're recognizing that. So I want you to think about, you know, your perspective and your mindset, because, you know, a crisis really um, exerts a high impact on our needs, on our emotions and our behaviors. And we may not be conscious of this, we may because we've never really been through anything like this before. But I think um, if we really slow down, and we really tune in, uh, you can start to see people's underlying needs and emotions right now. And your role as a leader is really uh, to be aware not only of self, so how you are showing up, your own emotional state, and how it might be impacting your behavior and could be influencing your own leadership uh, abilities. And so making sure that you're tuned in and taking care of yourself is going to be a really important. So I want you to think about, you know, how do you set your mindset for each day? I want you to think about taking things one day at a time. I want you to focus on um, gathering evidence 
about what is working well, because I'm sure there's a lot of things that aren't going well, but that can spin us into a place where uh, we are losing sight of all the amazing things that are happening that are moving us in the right direction. So I want you to think about gathering and harvesting the positive evidence uh, that you can share with yourself about how well you're doing as a leader in this process and how much you have been able to accomplish and what your team has done to support you. I also want you to spend some time getting grounded. And so if there's something that you can do to take a few minute breaks, that you can have a, you know, get outside, you can just get away from your computer for a little bit and take perspective. I think it's really important to be able to reset not only our, our mindset, but also our nervous system so that we can stay focused and productive. Uh, I want you to prior, prioritize and focus in on your time. And so, you know, thinking about your the conversations you're having with your team, <clears throat> excuse me, I want you to make sure that you keep those meetings short, okay? So it's not an opportunity for like three, four hour long meetings. I want you to learn how to be more clear in terms of how you communicate. So that's what people want right now. They don't want fluff. They don't want ambiguity. They want clarity even more than they did before. So learning how to focus on um, making sure that the information that you communicate is condensed and clear. And so don't forget the big picture here. So there is a greater vision that your team and your organization had before this all began, and that hasn't changed. So I want you to really focus on the greater vision that you have for yourself, both personally and professionally, and think about where are you going to be one year from now? Because we're not going to be in this place. So I know this feels like, at this moment in time, how long is this going to go on for and what does the future hold? And so I want you to really think about, you know, there's so much good that is going to come out of this. There's so much positive change that is happening for all of us as a result of this experience that is going to transfer into our own lives and our own organizations one year from now. And so I want you to really think about how much you've accomplished already, uh, how much leadership and how much you have really been able to support your team to be able to navigate this intense, complex, and difficult time and all the success that you've had already. And then I really want you to think about how do you plan each day in order to be able to really maximize um, your mindset and your focus and your productivity of your team. And as a leader, you also get to ask for help. So you don't have to do this alone, right? This can be an extremely difficult leadership situation for many people. And so I really want you to think about what support do you need in order to be able to be the most effective leader that you possibly can be from your team. Uh, if you want to sit down and have a chat and get refocused and work on your strategy for now and for the future, then please reach out. You can contact me at Harriet, H-A-R-R-I-E-T-T-E, at BigLeapLeadership.com. Send me a message, and I would love to have a conversation with you about how we can really uh, pivot and really get your mindset and your, your productivity set up so that you can really uh, survive the short and the long term. Thanks for listening today. Take care. Bye-bye.